Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What's going on, everybody? Time for episode number 114 of Truth. That's right. We'll set you free. I'm going to give you guys a couple seconds to get in here. Cannot wait to have you. We've got a special guest uh, for this episode. Bobby Sauce actually just entered the back room, so we'll get started shortly. Please share this out uh, to give you an idea what we're talking about. We're talking post-election, trying to find truth and what we know, what we don't know, all the above. Uh, We're going to talk a little FTX, of course, as we know. If you don't know what that is yet, you're about to know. Student loan forgiveness halted, of course, right after the election was over uh, by a judge in Texas. And uh, we might even really quick talk about what we think Trump is announcing in a couple hours. Really, not a, we've got a lot of speculation, maybe not a ton of truth this evening, but we will get into all of that. So while you guys are uh, jumping in the room, please come on in, share it out, hit the like button, share from all the different channels, including Great American Syndicate. Truth will set you free on both YouTube and Facebook. So obviously we know where we're at right now. It has been uh, a hell of a week and a full week, might I add, after the election. We've just now finally tallied, for the most part, the votes. Uh, And one of two things can be said about this country. Either we've been duped or we've been robbed. And honestly, adding one more option is both. How is it that we're the freest, fairest, supposed country in the world but we still have doubt on our election process. And worse yet, if we do doubt it, for obviously logical reasons, we're deemed insane. If I say logically, there's a problem when there's cameras going out for eight hours overnight, in-person voting without paper and ink, tabulators not working, Republicans being told they don't have ballots for them, and places taking six or seven days to count votes. And the left simply looks at me in my post and says, yeah, but where's your proof? I believe as though I just said it. Cameras out, places out of ink and ballots, tabulators not working, missing ballots, and an egregious amount of time to calculate the vote. Oh, and if you want me to go back to 2020, we have information suppression from the FBI on a huge laptop story on the son of the now sitting president of the United States of America. If you don't believe all the other stuff, of course, to which I still get, so you have no proof. Am I living in an absolute, are, are we living in an absolute 
bizarro world or something. And last time I checked in 2016, they kept going on and on about Cambridge Analytica, the Russians, yada, yada, all of that actually debunked. But yes, let's keep trying to silence those that question basic logic. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get started with the show. So I'm going to go straight to the countdown. Let's get going with the truth will set you free. Time to bring up all of our guests. We've got, of course, Dave, Barb, and the man, the myth, the legend, Bobby Sauce. Been a long time. How are you doing, brother? Doing well. World is stupid. Everything is still dumb. <laughs> Not surprised by any of this malarkey. And uh, we're we're right back where we started, except it's worse. So good times. You know, it's funny, Bobby, the last time you and I did a show kind of like this was probably like a year and a half ago. And I remember that your tone went from at that point, funny to what are we going to like? This is serious. This isn't a joke anymore. This isn't a bunch of influencers getting on and kind of BSing about the problems like this is serious. This is a problem. And I think that, well, we're seeing the byproduct of all of that. Yeah. I mean, like. I I've always paid attention to politics. I've always cared about it. I've always been interested in it, but I always felt disconnected from the ability to influence it. And I always felt like no matter how much you push, it was in the bag. Donnie was the first person to really change the belief that the deep state or whatever you want to call it always has a firm grip on everything. So seeing him was like, wait, maybe, maybe, maybe it could be different. Maybe there could be a change in it and we actually could affect it. And now that, we lost or whatever in 2020 and all of the fights leading up to now. I really thought that this midterm was like the final show where it's like, hey, look, they screwed it up. Let's switch it. And it's proved to be not that uh, not what we thought it would be. So it's very disappointing. But I, I really just don't know where to go from here other than to keep fighting and never give up. But it's like they seem to be kind of screwing everybody pretty consistently. Facts. Uh, well, let's do a little uh, intros there, buddy. See what are, what's going on in your lives. Dave, Barb, what's cracking? Let's start with uh, ladies first. Barb, how's life by the fireplace? Oh, well, thank you. Um, it's far away from Dave in the other room over there. Um, I gave him the farting dog, so I'm good. Good thing. The <laughs> fireplace could be dangerous if he if the farting dog was in there. This is true. And Bobby, I hear you. I hear all of that. A couple of days ago, I was like, I just literally just freaking depressed and down and it's over and I quit and I give up. I'm going to live in a pineapple under the sea, Bobby. <laughs> but, yeah. That's you a know? good idea. Good strategy. <laughs> but uh, I feel like I got it back and I was like, Oh, hell no. Hell no. And, and I had to look a little deeper and I have to say it sucks. There's no doubt it sucks. And I, especially Arizona, like what the hell, but I, and um, you know, the Fetterman thing, but I don't actually think all is lost. I think, I think maybe we underestimated the might of the machine that we are all up against. And so to expect that we are going to have this glamorous sweeping red wave and all this. Um, thanks, Kimberly. Um, I didn't, 
I think we overestimated that. I think we need to focus on what the, the ground we did gain, which is getting Congress back, getting rid of Pelosi, getting rid of Maloney. I think those are huge things. And from there, and all the seats we won in New York, I look at Florida turned red. I think there's a lot of good things that happen. So I think we need to focus on that and study where things went right there and do more of, of that um, before we just kind of surrender and give up. And because I feel like, First step, we have to get rid of, you know, the Democrat power, and then we have to clean up the Republicans. So it's like a one-two. You know, yeah, seriously. But I think I think we I think we made a little nudge forward. Just we didn't take that giant leap we wanted, but I think we made it. We have a toehold now, where before we didn't. Something we got. The, I mean, it sounds like we got the house. I mean, I. Yeah. And I think we. Yeah. Did. Dave, what do you got going on? Um, you know, I wasn't as devastated as I was two years ago when I thought the whole thing really was totally rigged uh, against Trump under the guise of Allegedly. keeping everybody safe um, with COVID and mail-in ballots and all that stuff. Um, but I was still really disappointed. I mean, I, I think I, out of all of us, was calling for like a tsunami, like something. It's like unlike, the red waves coming. Yeah, like I, I saw it as something that that, that that no one's ever seen in this country in like over a hundred years. Like that's the way I looked at this because Joe is that bad and things are that crazy with 40 year inflation, you know, 40 year high in, in terms of, you know, border crossings, record cross. I mean, all the stuff that Bobby always talks about, you know, the world being trash. I mean, it is literally trash in America right now. It's horrible. And I was like, there's no way that we're not going to just ride this, this tidal wave right over every single Democrat that's in office. Um, but then sitting back now, I reflect a little bit and I kind of maybe kind of dial it back and look at things a little more logically. You know, these midterms weren't really ideally set up for Republicans. Um, you know, we had to protect a lot of our seats. And then you had the abortion ruling that came out. And then you had, you know, Biden pushing student loan forgiveness and the January 6 hearings and the Trump Mar-a-Lago Mar Mar -Lago raid. All these things drove, I think, Democrats, you know, to the polls. Um, and I think we underestimated the power of those things to keep things status quo. But I'm with Barb, like a lot of wins. Florida is amazing. What Ron DeSantis is doing is amazing. And there's not one single Democrat in office in Florida right now. Um, Nancy Pelosi's gone, like hallelujah. Uh, and I think we have a lot to look forward to through for 2024 because I think it we're really it sets us up really well. Democrats have a lot at risk in two years. I don't think things are gonna get that much better. I think they're only probably gonna get worse, um, which is also uh, you know beneficial to us. So we'll see. I'm positive I'm I'm remaining positive, I'm optimistic. Yeah. And I still think our future is bright. So I think what we're going to do is. Gonna go to shit a more. <laughs> and Barb, um, and I was with you, you and I were texting. I'm like, this, this feels like the end. Like, is this where we give up or not? Like, I, I don't even know because I feel like our freedom of speech is just mm -hmm. getting, getting worse and worse. And yes, I know it's a private right. platform, but you can go piss off. I mean, look what, look what happening to what's happening to Elon who's trying to actually be a bastion of free speech is just getting annihilated by everyone right now there to, to shut him down. But we'll get into that in a second. Uh, last thing before we do real quick to talk about the great American syndicate, 
Uh, Bobby, you've had a lot going on in the last year and a half. You've got a whole new setup behind you. Seen you on Newsmax, seen you on, uh, I think, OAN as well. Yep. So what's been going on in your life? I mean, part of politics, but aside from just the news. Um, I actually started doing stand-up. So I, st- I did my first show with Chad Prather in May and opened for him and did a 20-minute set, my first ever stand-up comedy show. And I'm actually doing five shows now with him this week um, in Southwest Florida. So the first show is tomorrow night, then Thursday, Friday, and two shows on Saturday. So that's pretty exciting. And then um, actually doing three additional comedy shows, stand-up comedy shows in uh, December um, in the west part of Florida, Orlando, and then in Boca Raton um, with uh, Terry McNeely and another guy by the name of Mike Merck. So that's pretty exciting. So now it's like a real world connection of all the other things. So I'm really excited about that. That's kind of the, the thing I've been focusing on the most lately. And you've got, a, do you have a pod as well now? Or are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I basically took the live stream that I was always doing and I just called it the Bobby Sauce Show. So now it's all on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that good stuff. And um, now it's like in high definition with the good mic and the whole to do. But the same old yelling, the same thing it always was. Just better microphone and better background. Cool. Basically, yeah. I mean, a lot better, but yeah. <laughs> and, li- and lighting and like the whole thing. And I, I now I like I try to think of it as a show. I try to I try to be real cognizant of um, the preparation and a bunch of other things. Before I would just go live and sometimes just kind of BS. But now I have like a pretty good idea of what I'm going to talk about and like a pretty decent prepared monologue and stuff. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, real quick, guys, and I I know Bobby Sauce is probably going to be a part of it. Um, but Dave, uh, go ahead. We, we've got the date set in place for the Great American Summit round number two, which will be June 2nd and 3rd. Really quick, explain that and where people can find more information on it for now. Yep. So June 2nd and 3rd, Gillies, right, Barb? In Dallas, Texas. It is. Yep. Make sure I pronounced it right. Uh, yeah. Great venue. Um, we don't have the website out yet where you can buy tickets, but... Uh, when I visited, uh, when I was in Florida about a month or so ago, Bobby and I met and uh, he had a great idea in terms of offering a really great um, promo, like pre-sale for like 500 people, super discounted tickets. So what we're going to do, we're going to have our early bird special is going to be 500 tickets. First come, first serve, like when they're gone, when they're gone, they're gone. Um, And it's going to be 50 bucks, basically 75 bucks for one ticket a hundred bucks for two tickets. Um, and so we're going to be rolling that out probably within the next week. If that's something you want to take advantage of now, I would uh, probably maybe DM Anthony um, that you want kind of, kind of secure your spot in line. And as soon as the website is up and the, and the tickets are available, we'll, we'll shoot it out to you. Yeah. 100%. So yeah, learn more about that. Also, we're looking still for the, if anybody wants to be a Patriot pass holder, which means you've got access to, you know, maybe have some time to talk to me, Dave, Barb, Bobby, and then whoever the speakers will be for this coming year. Um, and then if you want to learn more about the syndicate, which is a, a group of, which is kind of your into this whole uh, thing to learn more, go to greatamericansyndicate.com to just learn a little bit more about that. Last but not least, if you like the gear that I always wear right now, I'm wearing the live each day like it's 9-12-01. We, of course, have the not a single one of us regrets not taking it. Uh, all those good things. Check out the website at uh, awakenetwokestore.com. Use Awake for 15% off this weekend, by the way. I will have Cash's interview. We just did a full blunt force discussion while he is in jail. Um, it'll be about 45 minutes to an hour long, somewhere around there. 
It's only going to, it's going to be unlisted. So just make sure you go to hashtag be the change.com or be a great American syndicate follower. Make sure that link goes out first there before we make it live to everyone. So you can see that interview. All right, let's first talk about the election. We kind of already covered it. What do, and again, this is where we're trying to separate truth from fiction. You know, what, what was it? What was the cause? Uh, what was the cause of the, as Barb put it on our text message earlier, the blue ball of the red wave or the blue wall of the red wave. What do you think is the issue? I've been talking on radio all week about it, but there's a myriad of different thoughts. What does uh, Dave, what do you think the issues were? The issues. Um, I mean, I think it really boils back down to, to mail-in ballots. Like I think COVID forever changed the way we run our elections and Democrats from day one embraced that change uh, while Republicans are like vote, you know, vote on election day in person, stand in line. When I think we, we need to, after this election cycle, we need to adapt. Like if mail-in ballots are not going away, especially in specific States, um, which I think there's about nine where they do mass, they yeah. send out a mail-in ballot to basically every registered voter um, and ballot harvesting is not illegal in some States, I believe. Um, we need to embrace that. We need to get in the game. Um, it's not just about turnout anymore on Election Day. Uh, so I think we dropped the ball on that. And I think clearly, um, and this is, I, I can attest to this just from my personal experiences, like with my kids, Barb kids, like the younger generation, Turning Point is doing a great job at pushing against this. But that young demographic really turned out this election cycle. And so... Um, I think Lee Zeldin, what he did in, in, here in New York is a good model going forward, going into places where typically Republicans don't campaign or stump, like going actually into the city, going into Brooklyn, going into Harlem, going into the Bronx. Uh, I think that, that needs to be done with conservatives in every city across America. Like, why are these cities only blue? Like, why can't we make an impact and, and start pulling away? some of some people on, on the Republican side, because I think most of America is center right. And if we actually develop a good message and surround, you know, with and it's and the messages around what how it if what's affecting people the most in terms of the economy and education and their kids um, and the border, I think we can make some change here and, and some inroads. But we have to we have to embrace mail and ba balloting and we have to start going into places and campaigning into places where typically Republicans don't go. Yeah, I think I think mail-in balloting, uh, fixing that is, is a great idea, but much the same as term limits. I think right now it's a it's almost a pipe dream. So I, I because I, the people that want the mail-in balloting are also in power. So I think that's hard. Baba, what do you uh, what do you got? Why? Why did the red wave not happen? Well, I think that I mean, it depends on it depends on what you want to believe is going on, but I would wager that ballot harvesting is the primary issue. I would say that you know I, I saw some statistic. I think it was in Michigan, where it was like some university had a ninety eight percent voted for Gretchen Whitmer and two percent voted for Tudor Dixon or something like that. Arizona State was ninety five five. Yeah. yeah. So it's like so to me, it's like 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is that that's to me I would I would wager that that's like some ballot harvesting. It's like the amount of time and effort that it takes for a single person to be convinced to go out and cast their vote to be wiped away by by an 18-year-old that just wants to be part of the crowd. It's like I've said it from the very beginning. I think that the progressive left is better at marketing. They just they just are. And it certainly doesn't hurt that they happen to have the control of every possible information source, all the social media. It's like they have everything because it's not even them. They're just being stewards for the demons that are really running the entire planet. They just represent the the uh, kind of polished uh, good front-facing thing that makes the that gives people the illusion that that uh, that they're actually doing something for them and not just completely destroying everything. Um, so I think that the ballot harvesting and the and the and the and the uh, I was looking for a word that's not what I said last night. The screwery, I guess you could say, uh, with the ballots, with the ballots. It's like I, to me, it seems like all this stuff is pointless without 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 ballot harvesting laws and 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 election integrity. It's like I I thought I thought before like. You know, maybe if everybody just turned out and there was the whole everything was bad at the same time and you got pretty good candidates and everybody was riled up, could it turn it? And it's like it didn't. It's like if you're going to sit there and tell me that Katie Hobbs actually got more votes than Carrie Lake when the Republican secretary of state got more votes than her. I, I don't know what planet you're living on, because to me, it's just seem and like. And they they're so good at marketing. God, it kills me. They're like they are like they're going to election deny before it even happens like they 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 do the stuff and then they preemptively say that this is what they're going to say because that is what in fact that they're doing and then when it comes they're like see we said that they were gonna we said that they were gonna deny it it's an election denier they're so good at branding it's insane and uh, and sloganeering so it's just like with ballot harvesting and universal mail-in ballots and not cleaning up the voter rolls and no voter id i don't see how a republican wins an election fair and square ever again ever i agree i think the, i think the left is uh, and i hate to say like a blanket statement like this but the left is bad at math because logic and math go together and if you look at the actual uh, uh tallies in many of the in many of the states and many of the actual municipalities all the votes um the standard based on polling there is a standard deviation that standard deviation typically if it's two to six percent wherever it is is almost never broken it was broken across the board on this election uh, 2% ended up being 6%, 4% became a 9% win. And it just doesn't make any sense. You can go, you can go election by election and see that there was issues in states where they have not fixed their election process, which makes you go, well, that's really weird. This is odd. I think it's interesting 
one of the biggest elections in the country was that everybody had to focus on was the Senate in Georgia and, and Warnock and, uh, and Walker, they actually were right there. That, that, that was predicted. That was predicted to be that close. So, and the thing is, Kemp has shored up their election process. He has done a good job of making sure Georgia does not have the problems it had in the past. And look what we got, something that matched the actual polling, whereas in the rest of the country, none of it did. And also from a mathematical standpoint, you have got a whole country worth of uh, uh, toss-ups, a whole, a whole bunch of toss-ups. You can't tell me that 90% of toss-ups going in one direction doesn't seem a little bit odd. With that said, I do think there is actually one issue that was a problem, but I will let Barb go first, and then I'll, I'll go back to that before we finish up this topic. Barb, why do you think it happened? <laughs> I think it's multifaceted. All the things that you guys just said, yes, 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 and yes. Um, but I think now we really understand their tactics and their techniques. And I, I hate speaking like this. I hate that it's like pitting Americans against Americans. So, I mean, I don't like talking like this, but it is what it is, and we have to do it this way. Like y'all said, these are the rules of the game. We can't com we can't cry and complain anymore if we don't get in the arena. Like the time to the time to sit back and claim that, but like, oh, we can't do this. That's not right. I don't like it being. You know, we've always done it this way, so we can't do it a new way. We're just shooting ourselves in the foot there. It's time to adapt and overcome. And instead of trying to push and swim against that tide, we have to swim with it now, and just and and just go and send it and turn that into the wave next time, right? Because we're swimming up against it. We need to just go with it and figure it out. I think abortion is the holy grail for people. I think that especially the young. I know I know women my age. Or young, or a little younger, who have kids, even some, or moms who have kids who are like eight years old, nine years old, fifteen years old daughters, and they're like, "I want to make sure my daughter can have an abortion. That's the most important thing." I'm like, "Your kid is eight or eleven years old, and the most important thing to you, the most important thing in this election, forget about the borders, forget about national security, forget that the world sees us as weak and China is gearing up." And we're all divided and fentanyl's coming across and the, the economy is going to shit and people can't forget crimes that like forget all of those things. You want to be sure what's most important to you is that maybe someday your daughter might need an abortion. Like, let's not let's not focus on the fact. Let's not focus on maybe keeping her safe in the streets. Let's not focus on decreasing the risk of her being sexually assaulted where an abortion would be a an issue in your family, right? Let's let's not talk talk about you know preserving yourself and safe sex and all that where abortion would come into play. Let's not talk about any of that. Let's just keep the fact that we need abortion as the thing. Forget about the criminals coming across the borders. Forget about defunding the police, creating more crime. Forget about inflation. People can't afford everything. People are getting more desperate. Forget about all of that, right? They were so freaking triggered by that by the by the holy grail they just whoop, we, we that, they, they, just, yeah, they they flooded the airways with that right every that every super, every super pack every yeah. political ad was this republican is for yeah. the you know uh, is against abortion uh, uh, every level and they just hit it hit the airways over right. and over they beat it like a drum but what but here's the problem and, and I, I agree. And that was going to be my biggest issue. And this is what I, what I, what I said several months ago. This is a, I go, this is a problem. I, I see this being a problem. Here's, here's the biggest problem. Is somehow the polling data told the Republicans to go heavy 
on being pro-life. I think just the same way you say that the crazy mom at home that like, why does she care about her 11 year old? How is it that the Republicans didn't get a gauge on the country and realize what's most important? Fentanyl, the borders, crime, all these different things, our economy. How did we not get a gauge and go, you know what? If we want to win, let's look at real data. Because in the end, after the election, after the election, we sh- it showed that the number two thing behind the economy was abortion, whereas the polls the Republicans were touting and following said that people didn't care about abortion anymore. It was down at sixth or seventh level, whereas the true polls, it showed. Because the last thing I'll say on this is take a conservative. Most conservatives are pro-life. There is not going to be a single independent voter that is going to go, you know, my number one topic to shift over to the right is going to be abortion. We miscalculated on a mass marketing level that the Democrats got. They went heavy on the Republicans for being pro-life and the and the pro-life Republicans, which was most, went heavy on being pro-life. Look at DeSantis. In Florida, there is a 15-week abortion law that is somewhere where you have come to the middle come to the middle ground abbott is one of the only winners that has a very very strict abortion law uh well i mean a ban essentially besides that the middle of the abortion topic won. why because it took that standard deviation of votes the two to four percent to five percent and made it unwinnable to people and again i do think that was rifle rife with with issues and friggity flaw it was fraudulent i'll say with an l it was there was problems. There was drastic problems. I get that. But in the end of the day, we knew we had to win big. And that took us a step back. Yeah. I think on the pro side, I think that is just more. I think that just kind of confirms that the Supreme Court is not politically based and and like Trump's people because they had to know that that ruling was really going to to help to work towards sinking the Republicans in this election cycle. Like they had to be aware of the political implications and they set that aside and made the ruling that they were going to make. So I don't think, I think that that has deflated the argument a little bit that, um, that they are political. I think where the left is like, Oh, look, they're all like politically inclined. They were going to come do this, whatever. They knew that their ruling was going to deflate the Republican momentum and and they did it anyway. They could have waited. They could have held it off. They could have done anything. Like was it um, Biden asking the Saudis to wait on the oil um, announcements and all that until after the midterms? They could have done that to the Supreme Court, but the Supreme Court just went ahead and sent it, knowing it was going to yeah. <laughs> sink us. There's 50, 56 people to choose from. We still don't know who leaked it. I mean, but but again, there was a way to spin out of that. And instead of the Republicans looking at the independence, the importance of winning the overall election, they doubled down on something that it's a losing proposition. And that yeah. and that's typical Republican bullshit. Yes, uh, I, I I think that I have a decent view of this, which is it's like if it's like the the Republican conservative view of things is based on logic and reason and facts and things like that and statistics and data and execution. When you put this into place, this is what happens as a result, which is not the lowest common denominator of appealing to a person's willingness to choose to go with that decision. And the thing that they do 
works exceptionally well is they boil it down to the very simple slogans and talking points. Mm -hmm. It's not complicated. It's not what about China? China's on the other side of the world. They don't even think about China. It's not about the logic and reason. It's only about the emotional cues. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like for lack of a for lack of a better analogy, it's almost like it's almost like trying to convince a female to like you. It's like you could be on paper the best suited person for them. There could be all these reasons why it would be logical, but you still have to make them feel like it's right. You have to appeal to their emotions and their feelings. And I think that that's something that the, that the progressive left does exceptionally well. They're just like, it's like there could be a guy that's the greatest guy ever, but if he says the wrong thing or has one thing that's off, she'll completely cancel that dude out at the very beginning because of this one reason. And I think that that's the case. It's like, it doesn't matter what we say. It doesn't matter about the economy, this far and away thing. The only thing that they think about is, a 13-year-old gets raped by her uncle and you make it have the kid. And now every single thing after that is completely, it's like, womp, 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 womp. they don't even hear it. So it's like, that's the type of thing where I feel like if I was to be a statesman and I could be the most pro-life person in the world, it's like, what's the pulse of the people? It's like, this is what these people are saying is this huge issue. And it's like, are you willing to say, give them complete control and let them crater every other thing so that you can stand firm on this one issue that you're pretty much not even winning anyways. And it's like, and then, the, and then we have the freedom argument. We should be able to choose freedom. And they spin that whole thing on its head by saying a 13 year old gets raped by their uncle and you may, that's not freedom. So now vaccine stuff is out. Now every single thing that we say about freedom is completely null and void now. So it's like, if I was to be a statesman and I was gonna win the war, not necessarily every battle, it's like, this would be a place that unfortunately you would have to concede on. You'd have to say, okay, 15 weeks or in the case of some medical calamity right. or you'd have to come to the table and say we can't just have it all this way and that's that is i think one in a litany of reasons why um yeah. this was an l you know it's like yeah. you said republican the kind of that thought process is the guy trying to court a woman when you screw it up in the beginning whereas the democrats have it down the opposite way i feel like it is the uh the man yeah. trying to court the woman. The woman can literally fail on 78 levels, but you give the guy about two drinks and she could have been the most psycho, batshit, crazy texter on the planet 17 days later and it's 2 a.m. on a Tuesday on the right time of the month, whatever. <laughs> they pick up the phone and boom, they're back in. The Democrats will, they'll, they don't care. And they're, that's why they win. That's why they, that's why they get some. That's what I'm going to say. That's why they get some. Well, they're appealing. Right, stop comparing Democrats to women, please. Thank you. <laughs> Democrats yeah. don't even know what a woman is. So right. stop, stop comparing. Well, I didn't know. I couldn't come up with a better analogy. I just yeah, was trying to say that it's like, it's like the logic and reason. And I saw, I read this really good post where it was talking about how it's like, Dem uh, Republicans have these very complicated, complex issues and explanations that make sense if you lay it out. But it's like, I would wager that 90% of people don't even pay attention to politics until the last two weeks, if that. I would bet a lot of them don't pay attention to the last three days. So it's like, you have three days and all they hear is what we just said before about abortion. They hear yep. they're taking your social security away. They yep. see it on TV and they're like, social security is going away. That's it. It's like, they don't even think about all this stuff. And myself and, and all of you as a person that pays an, an inordinate amount of attention to this, I thought I was really tuned into politics before I started doing social media stuff about, about this and making videos every day. I used to pay attention 10 hours a week. And what I know now in 40 hours a week, I didn't know anything at 10. I thought I was in the in the mix. And that was a person 
out of a hundred people that I knew, I don't think I knew anybody that paid attention to politics as much as I did that wasn't 30 years older than me. So it's like any person that's under 40 years old, it's like, is that person paying attention more than 10 minutes a week at all? No, they're not. Yet that makes up this massive voting block that is why all those college kids go there. That's why all those college kids fall for it and all of the younger people are, are in the bag. And it's like yeah. th they've said, this is how you lost. So it's like, yeah. how are you yeah. going to appeal to those people? Plus, you know, but Bobby, to your student debt. Sorry, Dave. Yeah, no, that. no. I mean, to Bobby's point, I mean, it's it's the headlines, right? It's that that's yep. it's the feeling of those headlines, the marketing of it behind it all. Yep. And and that's that's the rub here that, that, that he keeps saying that they're they're really good at. They 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 hit that over and over and over again, whether it's racism, sexism. Now it's abortion. Like they have these levers that they're just good at pulling. Um, and because you know, the, the electorate only pays attention for maybe two weeks. And then you have all the other useful idiots that are out there that are just, you know, voting one way without even doing any kind of research. This is this is what you have. But even with that, right, even with all those things and the media in their pocket and the, the, and the educational institutions and all these things, they still are just squeaking by by the skin of their teeth. And that's why I think if we make a few strategic changes and start paying attention more and start selling that feeling ourselves, that we could really make a huge pivot here and and make a big impact, you know, for the for the for the plus, you know, moving forward. So, yeah, one thing that bumps sorry to cut you off. One thing that really kind of bums me out, and it's not even about me, but it's like there's 300,000 people that follow my channels collectively across and growing. I do a couple million views a month across all of my channels and whatnot. There's all these different tentacles. Not a single representative in any race so much as reached out to me and was like, hey, you want to post something about this? Or like, hey, did you see this? Not a single, smart. not a single one, not even nothing. Even when I tagged them, not a single one of them. And it's like, I have 300,000 people. And it's like, we know that all these other media distribution points are trash. How come somebody didn't say, hey, would you come and speak at a rally? Hey, would you come and do this? Would you talk about that? Not a single person even so much as asked me to do it. And it's like, you got millions of dollars in these coffers for these races. And then you have no social media people being used. Meanwhile, you have Biden, you have now this, you got, you got a trans star, you got a young activist all in the white house. Nobody ever asked. I didn't see that many people in the white house. I didn't see that many people in, involved in any of these races. So it's like, this is a, this is a marketing strategy gone awry. And, and the other thing that's so hard about the Republican party, whatever is like, I don't understand how Chuck Grassley runs for a six-year position at 89 years old and wins. I don't understand how Mitch McConnell still has a job. I don't understand how any of these people that have done absolutely nothing for decades upon decades still have a job. I don't understand why people still like Ted Cruz. I don't understand why these people that do absolutely nothing, that sell us out to the Ukraine, that are in a lot of ways no better than any leftist or any, any left or leftist or progressive Democrat, why these people are all in there too. It just leads me to believe that's like, there's nobody on our side. The very few people that were on our side, they didn't even win because they were in some state where it took eight days to count the ballots and then they lose mysteriously in the last second. It's like, it just seems like such a futile effort. And then compounded on top of that, the Republican party is such a like sleepy, old timey garbage institution that does absolutely nothing to utilize us. It's like when I went to the, I went to the, um, uh, what's the, the, to CPAC. And I went to CPAC and I'm like, this is not, 
youthful. This is not, I don't feel welcome here at all. And I'm out here fighting for all of the stuff this represents. And it's like, I would wager on the left side of things that, that theirs is much more geared towards that young, youthful, energetic voter and, and not, and emotionally manipulating them, but still they understand who they're marketing to. And I think that's one of many reasons why we keep losing. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I literally thought ago if I if I decide to just, you know, f around a little bit and say maybe I'll run for I don't know, like a, a random independent ticket for president just for shits and grins 2024 2028 i would literally just go if i don't have the budget and i want to be independent i would go to every social media influencer and see if they would essentially campaign for me i don't think you'd win but i think you would get more votes than the green party does i mean in all reality our country is so thirsty for something different um so before and we'll talk about some of the undermining with ukraine and all that with ftx uh this will be an hour show so we're we got about 25 minutes left uh, but p- speaking of the levers that Dave brought up, one of the levers was Amazon. Um, I'm drawing a bl- some of the other major companies. They laid on Netflix. They laid people off this w- the end of last week, beginning of this week. They waited to to show the definite signs of the recession. And the biggest yep. one of them is the student loan forgiveness. There was there was judges across the country. There were states that were trying to impede the process. Um, and if somebody can, can somebody better explain why this Texas ruling is different than the other rulings uh, that are essentially making the student loan forgiveness halted? Does anybody know the specifics? I do I not know. know. Okay. So the basics are because of the, because <laughs> I don't know it fully either, but I do know um, that this is different than the the five states that, that tried to essentially file an injunction. That was a hold process. Whereas this one is a judge actually finding it unconstitutional, which means that it then will escalate to the courts. This one will be held for a while. And let's also look at the timing. You don't, I don't think the, the, our, our federal government is going to care so much to fight it as they did before. They're going to file an appeal, but it is still a different process than the other uh, filing from the five states. So I just think it's a big deal that student loan forgiveness has been halted. This whole thing's going to fall by the wayside just as quickly as the Paul Pelosi story fell by the wayside. Like Joe Biden and the administration knew damn well from day one that this was not going to fly and it was not going to get passed and it was going to get struck down by the Supreme Court or some other federal judge and it was never going to happen. It was a it was a, a ploy to buy votes and it's exactly to bobby's point before it's the feeling it's the emotion it's for it's designed for that bleeding heart liberal who says oh yeah let's forgive the debt for all these students who who have all this money that they owe like let's get rid of it for them you know let's protect abortion like it's that feeling again and that's what it did and and it got i mean look at look at the youth vote that happened in the midterms yeah 
it's and, it's and another one of those completely that, parallel right mar-a-lago you brought i think it was dave that it was, somebody said it earlier mar-a-lago what i mean literally to this point you would think there'd be some indictments you would think there'd be something they found nothing but the leftist viewer and the fact that the mainstream media is going to completely just report one side and not have any retractions right now no updates because there are no updates except for maybe we shouldn't have placed so much stock in it i think that's a big issue bobby they because it's all part of the it's all part of the marketing that's why these demons i keep saying it because it's true these people are demons that's why these demons that's that's what they do it's like the the student loan like the president done has doesn't have the legal authority to write at the, at the stroke of a pen to give money away to forgive student loan debt nancy pelosi said it out of her own face years ago she was just like the president can't do that and it's like there's videos of this person saying it and then here we are years later, and just like Dave just said, it's like this is a fake marketing strategy to get all those people in. The thing that the, that the young people don't understand is they haven't been screwed by somebody promising them something and then taking it away at the last second. That hasn't happened to them enough times. So they're so easily emotionally manipulated. And it's just like the, the Paul Pelosi thing. I was telling my, my chiropractor today, it's like, you mean to tell me – that 99% of people never heard of Paul Pelosi in their life. Didn't even know that Paul Pelosi even existed, other than if you knew he was an insider trading uh, demon getting $100 million worth of the best stock trades in the entire planet. Five, two years ago, no one even knew this guy existed. Yet mysteriously, a guy with $150 million gets arrested for driving drunk a month ago. The first time most people ever even heard of him. And then one month later, someone mysteriously breaks into his house that's covered, that's blanketed in cameras, but they didn't see the camera. And the guy that said that he let him, that the guy, that he let the police in the door, that guy gets fired for, or laid off from MSNBC. Then mysteriously, it's like, don't you think if this, there was video evidence of this guy breaking in, that, that would have been on the, on the nine o'clock news that day. They would have been like, look, Trump protester J6, look, he's wearing a MAGA hat breaking in the window. It's like that would have been everywhere. So it's like this is just another piece of the marketing strategy. Joe Biden himself said that that guy represented January 6th all over again. And every single one of these demon backbone spine, spineless uh, news, news pundits are like, this is reminiscent of J6. He came in the house and he said, where's Nancy? Who says that this guy said, where's Nancy? What person would tell you that that's what he said? He could, Paul Pelosi, if he even said this, could have said, the guy walked in and said, Donald Trump called me directly on the phone yesterday and told me to come and bash your skull in with a hammer. That's what Trump called me personally. And they would have been like, Donald Trump called this guy. Who said that he, who said, that he said, where's Nancy? We don't even know that happened. It probably didn't happen at all. So it's just like, this is just yet another piece of the big machine. And I think that the, the most telling of it all is something that I heard recently from a guy in the media business. He said, the left, the, the Democratic Party does not control the media. The media controls the Democratic Party. The media and the corporations that own those media conglomerates, that own the distribution of information all around the whole world, they run the Democratic Party. Because if the Democratic Party doesn't do what they say, they will destroy them using the exact same apparatus that they, say, that they use to destroy the right. So it's like, if, you, if they say, you guys will push abortion. You'll push all of this stuff. If you don't do it, well, we'll push Trump. We'll push whoever else. Or we'll destroy you like we did uh, your Andrew Cuomo's of the world, and then we'll find a new demon to install. Here comes Kathy Hochul out of, the, out of nowhere. No one ever heard of her. No one ever elected her. Yet now she's the gov first female governor of New York. Happens well, here to comes win. Barack Obama. Right. So it's like th 
the the apparatus that runs the world is not the Democratic Party. It's not the progressive left. It is the corporations that own them. And the Republican Party is out here fighting this battle while they have control of all of the information distribution points, including the exact same mechanism that we're that we're talking on now. And if we were saying anything that really could get them, they wouldn't let us say it. So it's like, yeah. ah. you know, so that that you brought up the uh, it's an NBC anchor, the one that actually first reported the story out of yeah. all the stuff with Paul Pelosi. And, and this has to be brought up. This is a guy that's been with NBC for decades, I believe. He's one of their longest standing reporters. He reported the news and he has been gone from the news for 11 days since this came out. That is what fascist and communist countries do to somebody that misreports. Story was retracted within a couple hours and he has disappeared off the face of the universe, the, the media universe. That is the out of all the the, the outcomes of that is as scary as it gets. That is something that you saw in Russia in the 1980s. That's bad. Yeah. And to Bobby, to Bobby's point, I mean, this is why Twitter is why they're losing their minds over this, why they're fleeing and why they're, you know, going after him and attacking him. They're all driving his cars. But once he once he stepped in and played in their sandbox, like he's done. Right. Well, like think about like Whoopi Goldberg, who, again, a merchant of the darkness, literal demon possessed demon. Um, and when I say that, I don't mean it from like a biblical sense. I just mean like this person sold their soul to the darkness. There's no doubt about it. It's clear as day. But it's like Whoopi Goldberg comes out and says, I'm going to get off Twitter for a time because Elon's crazy. Whoopi Goldberg gets paid by a huge media corporation that owns the television show that she makes $8 million a year on. She's allowed to push her book on there. She's allowed to push her acting career on there. She's allowed to funnel all of her income streams through there. So it's like, do you think that she just decided to get off Twitter? Or do you think they'd be like, hey, whoop, why don't you get off Twitter and we'll make a big deal of it? No, she's like, okay. She sold her soul to the darkness. That's what they all are like. So it's like, they are all in a, in a machine where it's like, you will be anointed and you will be artificially, your stock will be artificially raised and you'll be flush with cash and, and fame. And we will not touch you so long as you mindlessly regurgitate what we tell you to say and do. And as soon as you come at the, as soon as you come at the crown, you will be destroyed. And I think that that is the clearest understanding that I have of every single thing that we see in the front-facing corporate bought and paid for media. Yeah, look at Sharon Osbourne. Right. Perfect example. Yeah. How, how like, so? She once so once in a while goes. She once in a while goes right. They destroyed her though. They destroyed her. Kicked oh, her off the show. Talking? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Tucker did like a whole thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Let's move on to uh, our, our essentially our final topic, the FTX scandal, which I, I mean, I don't watch a ton of MSNBC and CNN, but when I look it up, it's very hard to find on those. This is literally only being covered by people like us. Uh, Fox obviously is covering it and the Newsmaxes of the world. You're, you're not finding it anywhere else, uh, which I think is mind boggling because this is a huge deal and we're learning more stuff about it now. Uh, does anybody want to take the head on this on this FTX Sam Bankman Freed story? Probably negative, Nancy. I, I think that there's a lot of people that are doing really good coverage on this and i think that the truth will come out over time like all very complicated ponzi scheme you know uh again merchant of the oh, darkness type all behavior worried about you know on the balance sheet that that line sorry anthony russo I, I didn't even know i was i wasn't even sharing the video What's i don't know how that came out. i thought that was 
I thought that was the, uh, the, puppet, the puppet masters being like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> over. Destroy him. Uh, I think there's a lot of people doing a lot of good reporting on this, but I, I would wager that the simplest answer typically is the correct answer. It's the same as the Paul Pelosi. You don't have to be a genius to look at that situation objectively in context and say, there is no way that this happened in this in the way that they're saying. It's the same type of thing where it's like, you believe that a paper passport fell out of an airplane on 9-11 and was found three blocks from the World Trade Center perfectly intact. You believe that that happened. A, a paper passport <laughs> fell out of a plane mysteriously. And it's like even if you can connect the dots on 96% of things, if 4% of things make absolutely no sense at all, I would wager that you probably got bamboozled on a, on a big chunk of the 96%. So it's like I would wager very simply that this Bankman, Bankman Freed kid was was a fall guy, that they laundered money to the Ukraine, which, they, which they've been doing since the beginning of time, that – all the stuff that they're talking about, about using taxpayer dollars to send through FTX, of which they got to benefit, and then he funneled it right back to the Democratic Party. And I would wager that when the dust settles, this dude somehow gets off for it. And they'll find some way to maybe maybe act like they're going to take him to task on it and, and bring him to court, and maybe they'll put him in jail. But then they'll quietly let him out in a very, after a very short term, and him and his family and everybody else around him will be rich forever. I bet he's just a fall guy to, um, you know, to take the heat off of this huge well, laundering I, operation. I think he's gone. I mean, it sounds like he's gone. Like, it sounds like he's disappeared to some island somewhere. There's flight stuff that he's no, I mean, nobody really knows who he is. I watch, I randomly don't watch that Nas daily guy very much, but I saw this one. It caught my eye and said the most giving man in the world. And this was like a year and a half ago and he created crypto and I watched it. He's clearly um, somewhere on this. It seems like he might be on the spectrum of one kind. Like he might just have Asperger's or something. He's a very socially awkward guy, probably brilliant. And and yes, he might be a fall guy. So I'm actually going to bring up uh, what, what Barb shared with me. Oh, that's Ryan Salome's hold on a great wrong one, which it also plays a role. Ryan Salome is the, um, he is the Republican donor that is the co-CEO, which is something that the original stories that we all heard didn't really bring up much, which I find interesting. But here is the actual um, donors from, or what, what Sam Bankman Freed or SBF, they call him, how much he gave. Like, here's 5,000, 2,000, no big deal. But then you actually see some of the big dumps lower down $104,000 to the DCC, $109,36. Uh, he also did this during the uh, last election as well. So these are massive amounts. So it turns out this guy is the second largest donor. Uh, here's DNC Services. Uh, I mean, these are these are huge $100,000 donations, $500,000 donations for the Democratic National Committee. These are all separate. And then you've got PACs included as well. Um, he did donate to, I think, one Republican. But here's $4 million to protect our future. That was the big one that I was looking for that is run also by the Democrat uh, uh, the major Democrat campaigns, including the Nancy Pelosi's of the world, where they get to divvy it up as they please. This is massive amounts of funding that all originated, like Bobby said. It, it, FTX is a specific uh, uh, trading service for crypto. Underneath that, they have their own coin. They created this coin, which is what generated so much capital. That coin generated mass capital. And with that mass capital, it turns out there was no true fungible. To there was no fungible token. There was nothing really there. It was smoke and mirror. So it, was, it is now being deemed a Ponzi scheme. The way we know that is now that somebody called on in on their debts. Somebody how this all the, the cards all fell. Somebody in these industry said 
FTX is garbage, pull your money out, which caused people to start pulling their money out. And when there's not enough money in the coffers, in the ability for them to pay out, that's when it all comes crumbling down in a Ponzi scheme. That's what happened. The weird thing is with this Ponzi scheme is the way that it actually got turned into dollar bills was through Ukraine. This is proven. And then once it went through Ukraine, it came back to Sam Friedman's hands and this other guy, Salome, and it went into the, the, the DNC and then WinRed and the PACs that were controlled by Mitch McConnell. So you have got the, we wonder why the powers that be always get reelected, like the Mitch McConnells of the world, like the Chuck Schumers. It's because of this. The second biggest donor to Democrats behind George Soros was this guy to break it all down. Yep. That sounds, uh, that sounds about right. And, and it just goes to show that this is just one of, of a million things that have come to light in recent days that show the true path of what's going on. And this guy was on stage with Bill Clinton. This guy was widely referred to as the, the, the machine, the media machine. He's on fortune magazine, the media machine, creates and anoints, uses, chews out and chews up and spits out when no longer useful. It's like, it makes absolutely perfect sense. And I would wager that this is happening in all walks of politics, not even, not even just the democratic party. I would bet there's a whole lot of tremendous amounts of darkness that happen in the, in the Republican yeah. party as well. And it's just like these people, they hate us. And the amount of money that the United States has and the amount of money that we pay in taxes is astronomical. And all of the all of the problems that we have are all solvable with purely just the money that we already collect in taxes. Yet we ship it overseas to the Ukraine and all of this other stuff. But the problem is not so much that demons exist. The problem is that people don't care. The problem is that people are so easily emotionally manipulated by the talking point of the day that they are willing to bend down and let it happen and could care less about it. And it's like, no matter how much, how many of these people we cycle out, people will always be able to be manipulated by money at the very top. And the, and the, and the entities and, and, and shadowy families that have, been, that have been running the world for thousands of years will continue to find the weakest link and buy them out. And they'll be able to figure out ways to keep money in politics and keep these PACs doing things legally above board. And they'll find, they'll find easily manipulatable fall guys like this Bankman Freed guy. And it will, and the machine will continue to move along. But it's like the only, the only reasonable solution to this is that if they can do all this stuff and get away with it, but then people will still say, I'm okay with choosing that. So long as they don't make a 12 year old with the uncle, like as long as they don't make her do that, then it's like, if we can't convince these people, all hope is lost in terms of convincing people, in terms of convincing people to vote a certain type of way. They are already in there in everywhere. And these, these politicians are dark on both sides. That's why it kills me sometimes that people be like, you're a Republican influencer. And it's like, am I a Republican influencer? Or am I just a person that likes freedom that these people happen to be talking about it more than the other side? Hmm. I don't, I don't have a point, but whatever. Except, except. <laughs> that, that is the point. Yeah, <laughs> that is the point. I, did, I just think it's fascinating that, that there's really a lack of car. Like this, this, and, and now I'm, now that there's Republican money going in, now they're realizing this Ryan Salome guy, I think maybe the, the, the left will start to cover it, but. Yeah, but it's, you know, Anthony, it's pretty early, man. Like this, this thing has legs. Like this is not going away. Like this, I think this is one of those stories that if it's what everyone 
like us think it is like it could be it could be a game changer like I, it, yeah. it's not it's not by accident that this guy started ftx 15 days after biden announced his campaign to run for president and then that year he got 10 million dollars and then you're telling me it's by accident that three days after the midterms are over the whole thing goes belly up i mean it's 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 just got it's too much legs, and and think- and there are people like us and people on the right and and conservatives. It's not going to just disappear like the yes, Paul Pelosi. Is. No, it's not. They're going to disappear. It. I I've become so jaded and cynical. You have. It's I have, and, <laughs> and, and I agree with Mark. To be honest, but, and you know, obviously that started with my whole experience, right? But that's what was my initiation. That that was my my hazing into the world of politics and cover up and steamrolling and things just disappearing they disappeared to human beings from the face of the earth and nobody and that was it we were told to go away and since then i've just i i think i don't want to be this way but i am discovering and dave you have the pleasure of living with me and experiencing this <laughs> along with me but i don't think so i call bullshit on that i don't think i don't think that it would matter if freaking Zelensky got up and went live and said, you know what, FTX laundered money through me. I gave it to Clinton, to Biden, to Pelosi. I did this and that. I don't I don't think it would matter if he had video of these guys saying it, rolling in the money. I don't think anything would matter. I think people would still be like, ah. I, yeah, you're making I, it up. I, I, I think, just, I think I they're so, uh-uh, because you called the red wave. I was like, I don't think so, honey. I don't think like you need to simmer down with this red wave. It's not happening. No, but but, the, gonna, but that same electorate that just came out in, in droves, that younger electorate from, from 18 to 25, those are the people that would be furious over something like this. But they'll get over it as long as they can have right. it, it's, it's, Or as long as somebody tells them that right. they're going to have free college. It's the Wall Street protesters. Or whatever. The, the, you know, the, the, the rich don't pay their fair share, share people. Like It's the entire Democratic Party. Like, this would... It's nothing. There's nothing. They're 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 untouchable. It's a- Before we wrap, let me let me play this quick video. The one that the sound <laughs> over Bobby earlier because I think it's yeah. interesting. This is actually a Bloomberg event. This is a Bloomberg event. Um, I love you, hon. <laughs> love you. Own that. That all of us were worried about. You know, well, on the start it. Own that. That all of us were worried about. You know, on the balance sheet of FTX's line called Trump lose. And Sam was the second biggest donor to Democratic candidates. I'm going to leave it to everybody else to draw their own conclusions about what you're saying here. Right? Those are, those are really, really ugly facts when you see a fraud of this magnitude having played out and you find no regulators were there to prevent it. That's a really, really tough story. We could talk for quite a while about FTX. Sadly, we don't have it. So again, that's at the Bloomberg Economics. Well, we're not going to. We could really dig into this, but Al, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to. I think. You know, right. I guess like, he's been paid too. But let's. Yeah. let's realize- they're at the Bloomberg. They're at the Bloomberg conference. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's like they're I at the Bloomberg. Con- allowed to talk about it. To be totally honest, I can't believe that it even got brought up. But there, there's a line item. This means there's a line item that says "Beat Trump." On the balance sheet. Well, the guy didn't engage, right? Like the guy said it and he was waiting for the guy to say something. He's like, I'll let you guys figure it out. It's like, cause yeah. that guy, cause he's getting paid. That's the whole point. It's like that guy's getting paid. So he's not going to interact. He's not going to let him go too far. 
And and now and now they're painting that guy as like they're like, oh, he wants DeSantis to win. He's bad too now. And it's like, is everybody just bad? It's like these a lot a lot of the people that a lot of people are very bad. Don't get me wrong, but it's like if you just say that everyone's bad all the time, no matter what, just because they're in some position of authority, it's like we're, Dude, we're the gonna. The four of us are domestic terrorists, according to yeah, according yeah. To, right. People said that I'm a people have been saying that I'm a GOP like I'm a some GOP plant. I'm like getting paid by the GOP to like push the party narrative. And I'm like, what? the? F-? Like, like, You're like, who, please pay me. I was like, where is that check <laughs> at? What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> you were in the alien mask last night, Bobby, or a couple nights ago. Uh, yeah, last night. Opposition mask. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, I, w- I wanted to walk people back to where, how I got to where I was and what my operation was and why I was even, why people were even listening to me at all. I'm like, if you think that I'm getting paid, it's like, you don't know what to trust. So I did what I wish that all of these Republicans had the stones and a little bit of a little marketing and branding know how to do. I identified a problem in the marketplace where people were questioning X. And then I came out in front of it and said, here's everything you could ever want to know ever. Play it back. I'll leave this here forever. I'll never delete it. You you decide. And you just look at me and decide. When Ted Cruz and all those dudes voted against that burn pit bill, whatever thing, the fact that I had to go online and look for why they voted no on the burn pit pill payout or whatever, that I had to actively seek it. Meanwhile, every Democrat in America had a video up about these savage Republicans don't care about the military vets. They hate vets. Look at the the fact that Ted Cruz could have said no on that and not made a press release, not made a video, not made an announcement, not explained to the people ahead of what was obviously going to happen to me is a a total error in marketing and branding. It's like marketing 101. These dudes are dumb. And that's what I'm saying. It's like they're all just bought and paid for. And it's kind of like Katie Hobbs. It's like, if you knew you were going to win, why would you even waste your time debating? Why would you even go out there and do it? Because they know that they're bought and paid for by the right people. So they don't even care. And that's the thing that makes me so sad about all of them is that so many of them are just like, yep, sell everybody out, could care less. And how do you, how do you find people that, that don't do that? That I am still trying to figure out. Yeah, Katie Hobbs' interview on CNN or MSNBC was the best. Well, there, why, why aren't you doing – I mean, it, America deserves a debate. Arizona deserves a debate. Well, like, um, like Carrie just she yells, and like it's just I'm like, oh my god, this is a woman that's gonna that, that could be governor, and she is now. This is a Valley Girl governor. Anyways, uh, we're gonna before Barb gets mad that we are over the hour. Uh, we're gonna do our. What's that? Are you good, Barb? Are you okay with the being over by about three minutes? Is that I'm all right? Holding on, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Okay, I see all the wine you've had. Okay, uh, real quick, guys. <laughs> reminder, we've got thedrartishow.com. Uh, do BFD at checkout if you want to get the stuff that will help you stay away from the coof. Uh, Doc's Viral Defense is what I always recommend. That's what I take because I've been on the road a whole bunch. And you know who Dr. Artis is, the anti-remdesivir guy. You know who he is. Check it out. Again, thedrartishow.com. Uh, what else we got real fast? Uh, if you have any questions about Blunt Force Discussion, the show, go to Blunt Force Discussion at Gmail. Dot com. I will do the best I can to answer who the guests are if you have questions about any of the products. And last but not least, another one. This one is free. It helps you out if you own a business. If you're eligible, uh, go, just go to bit.ly backslash ERCBTC. These are employee retention credits. If you own a business that was affected by the pandemic in any way, shape, or form, even if it was supply chain, you might be eligible for this. Small business, big business. If you also want to get into this kind of business where you find businesses and you make 10% off of it, or 5%, whatever it is. Essentially, all people have to do is fill out a quick form, see if their business is eligible, and boom, goes the dynamite. You uh, 
they, they get money in about eight months and they do all the paperwork for you. That is it, guys. All right. One round, round around the, the circle here. Final words. And what do you think Trump is announcing tonight? Uh, we'll start with Barb. Oh, final words. Great. Um, dude, Trump could be announcing literally freaking anything. It could be anything. A, I'm going to run. B, I'm not going to run. C, here's all the evidence that, like Bobby used to say, he's going to jump from a helicopter out of the sky. He's going to do all this. Like, it could be freaking anything or whatever like who knows with that man i just i'm not even gonna pretend to guess what he's gonna do um so i would just say these these are hard times man they're hard hard times no doubt our faith is being questioned our commitment is being questioned me personally i don't know what is this world this country is going to look like when all this dust is settled um but i do know at the end of my life, at the end of this battle, however it unfolds, I want to at least know that I fucking tried and that's it. I just, I can't, I, I just can't roll over and give up. I, I would rather just spend my life fighting this losing battle if that's what it's gonna, I don't think we're gonna lose, I, but I don't know that we'll win in our lifetime. I don't even care about that. I just know I'm, I can't give up. I can't, we've given too much for this country. My family has. I'm not going to let it be for nothing. I care about it. It's special. I think we have a great thing going. I would encourage everybody here not to give up either. It's serious, but we can joke around about it and have fun with it. And we're going to stick together, hang together. That's how we're going to do it. Don't give up. We got a lot of good things going on. We do have a toehold now. It's hard to see. We did make some progress, especially in New York, even though Zelda didn't win, which I really wanted him to. Um, but we did make progress. We are getting there 2024 if we do not give up we can really swing the pendulum a little further and that's where I'm going to leave it tonight. Nice job, Captain Longwinded. Just kidding. You're the one who wants to end the show tonight. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and Barb's gone. All right. Uh, <laughs> Dave, what do you got? I don't know. If you told me 10 years ago that I'd be on a Facebook live stream talking Republican GOP, we, the people type politics, I tell, I would say you're nuts. Uh, but here I am. And, I'm here because there's something seriously wrong with what's been going on over the last decade. And I finally got to a point where I, it became passionate, right? I wanted to speak out. I wanted to talk about it. I want to try to wake people up, slap the shit out of them to like, be like, look what's happening. Uh, and sometimes you, you get beat up. Like, you know, you see what happened in 2020 and then now these midterms, you get excited. Like people are waking up and then you get down, right? But then you can get reinvigorated again and be positively optimistic when you watch what someone like Lee Zeldin did here in New York. And you actually saw it firsthand at two campaign rallies and the energy behind it and what he actually did with actually flipping seats. Like he is the sole reason why we have the House now, why Republicans have the House. Um, and I think it's a roadmap. I think it's a roadmap for all of us to, to continue to be positive and speak out about what matters most. And I think it's a roadmap, roadmap for people who believe in the Constitution, the rule of law, um, the American dream and uh, American values that, you know, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I told Barb this a couple of times, like it's darkest before the dawn. And I thought it was darkest <laughs> this election cycle, but maybe we're just not there yet. Um, but we're going to get there. And I think there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Getting close to uh, midnight on a full moon. Bobby Sauce, what do you got? 
Uh, I agree with both of those statements. I think that sometimes it's hard to remember that. But, yeah, I mean, I certainly am not going to just throw in the towel and give up. And I don't think that uh, – I think that that's what they want you to do. It's like they beat you down and, and try to make you believe that there's there's no chance to win. And there's all these times in history that have proven that um, that – things that didn't seem possible have become possible as a result of people not giving up. So I'm, I'm big on that. As far as what uh, Trump is going to announce, I saw this earlier in a meme. I think he's going to announce that um, Cheesy Crust Pizza is back at, at Pizza Hut for, the, for a limited time. So I think that's the most likely thing that he's going to announce. I think it's pretty clear that he's going to announce the run for president, which is maybe good, maybe bad. I mean, it's like I'm so indifferent to it that the only thing that I can chalk this one up to is is letting time play out. It's like, I think DeSantis is great. I think some of the stuff he's saying is not good, but really I, I don't know. I don't know what effect we can have on that race. To me, I think the battle that I'm trying to fight is to try to convince your average everyday people and your moderates to maybe not choose the darkness um, as much. And I think that if I were to be a statesman and I was to be chirping at the Republican Party, I would say, I hope that you guys rework your marketing and branding and start incorporating the younger generations of people and not just letting them emotionally manipulate them and, and get them. And it's almost like in New York, it's like if Lee Zeldin listened to what everybody says and you can't convert a state like New York, then we wouldn't have had, just like, you, just like you guys said, all the progress that was made there. So I think people need to dismiss what the past says can't be done and, uh, and I think that the moderates and the people that don't vote at all is still the primary target of people to convert. My biggest, uh, my favorite was the uh, Babylon B uh, said, uh, Trump is set to announce that he bowled a perfect 300 game on. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobby, everybody can find you at Take Naps. That's pretty much the only spot. Or where, where's the new podcast at? Uh, all the links are on followbobby.com. FollowBobby.com, that's where you're going to go. Um, I, I, too, think Trump is going to announce tonight. Um, I know I talked to Cash earlier today, and the guys in the jail that are the ultra-Trumpers, still to this day, by the way, which boggles my mind, mm. um, they they think that tonight is the night that he is going to, to – the, the storm is coming is what they're saying in the J6 jail, which is – Man, they are sticking to that March 17th date or whatever the heck the, the QAnon is uh, saying. He's going to come out and announce and say, I'm Q. Yeah, <laughs> Good night. Yo, that would be sick. <laughs> that would actually be enjoyable to watch. Then it would be interesting. <laughs> he just comes out and he just says, I'm Q, and he just leaves. That'd be, <laughs> that would be After awesome. he does the YMCA dance. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think he's going to announce. I think we all know that. But uh, with that said, what everybody said is pretty accurate. It, it, there was that moment last week where I was like, this sucks. I'm like, like what, what to do? How, how are we going to lose? What, what more can we lose? And at least we've got the house to stop some of the big tech bills that could go uh, the Supreme court that could go in one direction. I think at least we've got stopping power with the Republican party. But at this point, Bobby and I have agreed on this point. It, it is it has been marketing since day one, and we lose the marketing game ten to two, ten to one. Like we lose just bat, bigly, yeah. and that needs to change. And the way that it changes is us continuing to do this, and then the Republican side embracing those that have followings like Bobby's and bigger, and become part of something that creates a movement of unity and doesn't play what Trump is doing right now, which is the whole Trump against the world. It has well, to be us against them at this point to get some sanity back dave go ahead. last point like that's what made trump so effective was the marketing side of it right the attention the entertainment and that my friends is exactly what ron DeSantis is good at too 
And that's why Florida is the way it is. And so that's another thing to pay attention to. 100%. With that said, guys, take it easy. Have a great evening. And we will catch you next time on Truth. We'll set you free. Deuces. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.